One of the most troubling problems within the church today is the unwavering loyalty to a Christian personality rather than to Christ and his word. The unwillingness to test every man's teaching with God's word coupled with a stubborn lack of discernment produces fertile ground for deception to flourish. I wish I could give quote to who that was from, but I don't have it. This came from Ephesians 2.8 off of Instagram, and uh, man, I thought it was it was spot perfect on. and spot on for what we're going to be talking about today. It's been a long, long week for us this week, and if you're if you're listening and you've been listening with us for a while, we've uh, definitely gone over some really, really touchy topics lately. And um, more specifically dealing with false teachers and dealing with some some heresies and some falling away recently in the church, um, which we made a case for in our podcast about Marty Sampson from Hillsong. We had uh, made a case for not having faith at all, and uh, that kind of blew up the internet yeah a little bit (laughs) (laughs) it was kind of unexpected yes we understand that we were talking about a popular topic but the algorithm of the internet is very very unreliable so you never know when something is going to for us it exploded i mean it's not it's not terribly huge but for us and i mean we we definitely started off or i mean we intend to stay small we never we're not intending to ever promote ourselves or try to get numbers or view or anything like that. That's never our intent. Our intent is just using this platform to speak the truth of Christ. Absolutely. Nothing to do with me or anybody else. I wouldn't, I'm not that type of person. I hate doing this stuff. Um, I was called to it and now I have, I have come to love it, but at the same time, it's not my, my first go-to thing matter of fact it would be the last thing that i would actually choose to ever do still so it's definitely definitely not about me nope. um but i need to address a couple different things before we continue on in this but first thing with this hillsong podcast and clarification podcast we did and everything we pinned in the uh comment section of the Hillsong post that Marty has clarified that he has not renounced his faith. He's on incredibly shaky ground and he's testing everything that he believes. And then as per his second article talking about how he responded to the, um, lead singer of skillet. Mm hmm. Which he responded to him all this, you know, in um, I think it was on an Instagram post or something. But anyway, we linked both of the articles on there, and you know, it definitely changed um what was being you know said about the fact of whatever. But it still didn't change the, the fact of, of what he was saying, discussed. and and the yeah. core of the issue was the exact same. It was just like. 
you know, there's, there's answers to these questions and, you know, and then we had in the article, he, he, um, notes that sound Pentecostal doctrine Mm -hmm. and that, that gets very frightening for people like Hillsong and Bethel and that's not just your, you know, your innocent Protestant. I mean that that can get that gets crazy. That does it gets heretical and very we'll get, quickly. Very quickly, and we'll go into that. But first, on the comments on this, we had oh my goodness, I am I'm getting I mean I'm getting kind of weary of comments, and that's kind of what this is what I'm talking about here is. I enjoy having an open forum for people to come and discuss what we're saying and what we're doing here. It's it's a necessity. Absolutely. And I think this is the way that cults are born when you cut off that interaction with people and that's how that you know that's how you start bringing in false, you know, that that's a red flag when you start cutting those things out completely or when you only ever see anything in a positive light. You know, I uh, we were kind of talking about that last night. I was like, you know, that, yeah, you know, we don't want to ever appear like we're just trying to condition people and show people only the good and only people that ever agree with us. No, that's that's Because there that's are not... some churches that literally have a whole team of staff dedicated to making sure that anything negative about them on the internet disappears and all you ever see is positive sure that's damaging but there's been there's a line there there is a line and i think for this channel we're gonna have to draw it with saying that it's fine if you disagree with me absolutely that is that's healthy in the body i never claim to have everything right nor will I ever. I will never ever claim that that my interpretation of doctrine, sound interpretation of doctrine, the end all which, be all of everything, right? Ever. Which there's there's we we know there's there's a couple issues here that are that are various, and and I feel like these this art this write up here that we're going to share later will kind of sh- share that, but however. This is what I teach, and this is the message. So if we have disagreements on that, you need to, I mean, I encourage everybody to email me privately if you have complete disagreements with what I'm saying. Per Matthew 18.15, if your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he listens to you, you have gained your brother. So, I mean, if there's if there's something that I have said that you have a serious issue with, come and bring it to me. But most of the comments that came throughout this past week were people just upset that we would talk about these teachers like this. But it's important to speak about false teachers. And this, this write-up here that we're going to go into uh, will explain all of it but we're just I'm not going to take time to dedicate to 
commenting trolls on YouTube or on anything. It's ridiculous. And it gets, I mean, they, they're derogatory, hateful, mean, um, you know, and it's like, it's not like we're robots that have zero feelings. No, they don't get to you personally. They don't. But sometimes they just get you like frustrated and upset because you understand that that people don't know you, don't know what you're trying to do, you know, and and are taking you completely the wrong way most of the time, or they're completely so lost in oh, it's their heartbreaking. It's so heartbreaking in their belief that you know they they just see this as as an act of of hate as opposed to an act of love which like i said i mean the you know and we're not going to to leave an open forum for people to get just ugly and ridiculous if you want to be inquisitive and ask questions to clarify or leave a comment on something not everything has to be you know out, you know, pr singing praises for anything. No, absolutely not. But and we leave plenty of comments up that I guess would be negative, but we think that the the outcome of the conversation is worthwhile for people to sure, see. Sure, there's so respectful. That's, case, we'll that's the other that thing up. is I had I had respectful disagreements. Absolutely, I, I, with people this past week. I mean, I, there were some that were kind of on the line of being respectful disagreements, but for the most part, they were. I had some respectful disagreements, and that's fine. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to dedicate a whole bunch of time defending my position when most of – all well, of the there's, time. There's people having genuine question and wanting to know about what Scripture says sure. and how we apply this and how stuff works. And that is your job as a pastor to teach and to lead and to do these things as God calls you. There's another thing to just fight and argue over things. And that's not what we're going to do. Yeah, and it's like, do. come on, guys. It's not doing any good. It's well, not doing any good whatsoever. Well, because the people who come whatsoever. that just want to fight and argue over stuff, they just want to hear people talk about whatever little train of thought that they believe in. They don't mm -hmm. want to hear anything else. They don't want to talk about sound doctrine. They don't want to talk about opposing views. They don't want to talk about any of that. They just want to hear you say whatever it is that they want to hear. So they're going to fight with you until you will somehow say whatever it is that they want to hear. So... We're not going to do that. Mm -hmm. If we are wrong and scripturally you've misspoken about something, you're off somewhere. Most definitely. You are constantly leaving stuff open when it comes to, hey, these are opposing views. I don't agree with them based off of this scripturally. So we're going to talk about this, but I do understand they exist. So if that's what you want, this probably isn't the channel for you. But nobody wants to do that. Nobody wants to go, hey, this might not be the channel for me. Let me click off here and go off to something that will tell me what I want to hear. But again, mm -hmm. this leads into what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, and I mean, remember, if you don't like what I'm saying, you don't, you don't to need listen to listen, to and you don't need to be here. Same you can click. you can leave. I mean, there there's I, I don't. It's it's not necessary that you're here. I welcome you, and I hope that you get something out of it. Sure, but Pretty I mean, smart. if you just want to sit around and just just spew garbage on the comment section and be accusatory you be 
derogatory. Who can I fight today? I mean, just just disgusting. I know it's the internet, and but you're People right. It's it's so amazing gross. what the shell of the internet what that brings out in yep. people. But people will say the nastiest, meanest things because it's on the internet. To the so people that said it. those mean things, that all of them got are are uh, almost every single one of them that I read completely misunderstood the point here. And that's Which makes you wonder if people even listen to it or if they just look at it and then start going off because it's like, did you listen to what we said or did you just not, you got so mad at it, you just refused to, to truly yeah, people hear need to, what it said. People need, need to realize that whenever we're saying something, I'm not attacking anybody personally. Nope. Yeah, I brought up Marty specifically because Marty is a public figure and he Publicly made himself public. Mm-hmm. And he is also a believer. And and per Corinthians, what it is our job to judge those within the church. And when there's some serious issues that are going on, we need to talk about them. And we need to warn people about them. And that's what I'm doing here on this channel. Everybody that we've had that's come through, automatically, it was at horrible timing. Yeah, the Josh Harris stuff, we talked about that. But you know what? The only reason why I brought up the Josh Harris stuff is because in our our church teaching, we were talking about the NAR. Yep. And we were talking about the problems with these movements. Yep. And we also have done multiple podcasts on music. Multiple podcasts on music. Including the music of Hillsong and Bethel and everything else. I mean, I don't even know how many that we've done. And we keep, you know, and it's like one person, one comment said that we are the problem why the rest of the world hates Christians. No, Jesus is the problem. The yeah, it's why like Jesus is. That's not me. It's because it because that it, it splits. And we don't hold that you, power, sorry. I don't, and I'm not that special, and I'm not... Man, I, I do. I care and I pray for every single one person that is lost in this doctrine or that is involved in this stuff. Yeah. I'm not pointing my finger at you and judging you and condemning you right now. What I'm doing is I'm turning and pointing at your teacher and these doctrines and pointing out for what exactly they are. And yes, unfortunately, if you believe these lies that they are preaching, then you are part of the problem. But that judgment is up to God. That's not up to me. I have never claimed to make that judgment. No doubt people will quote Matthew 7 and say, judge not. Finish reading, guys. Finish reading. It says, take the, take the log out of your own eye. You want me to do that? The other thing that I got uh, that's been really accused of this past week, I have never, ever once, ever claimed to be perfect. Nope. Ever. Guys, I am the worst of all sinners. I have been an adulterer. I have been a liar. I have been a thief. I have done horrible things. 
but I have been very, very upfront about everything. I have a testimony that we did months and months and months ago that I laid out everything. So I don't have any skeletons in my closet as far as in anybody that knows me knows my sins very, very well. I have plenty of people that you could call in on the phone right now and tell you exactly what I have done. And I would admit to every single one of them. And I'm not happy about one of them. I relive and face the thorn in the flesh of them every single day. That's why this is so important. Because this stuff changed my life. Biblical truth changed my life. And I am forgiven and I am required and I have come required of repentance and that I have turned from the things that I have done and are am trying to live a life for the Lord, which like Paul, I have no, no, no hard, con I, I mean, there's, I have no conscience that, that I need to be worried about anything that I'm not forget or no, I, I know that I was horrible. I know that I still am horrible. I know that I tend to go always choose the bad. Like Paul says in Romans, like I, I can't even tell you why I keep doing these things. I don't want to do them, but I can't help it. I'm, I'm paraphrasing his words in Romans there, yes, but that's, that's, not that, that, that's definitely, that's not word for word. But paraphrasing his words in Romans, he doesn't know. And I mean, I'm the same exact way. I'm not perfect. However, to be. I'm forgiven and redeemed in a new creation. And now I've been put in a position where now I am now a teacher. So now that I am teaching, I am teaching people this gospel that I wish somebody would have taught me when I was at my worst. Because you know what? I didn't know how serious it was. I had no idea what I was doing to God. No idea. Understand that I'm trying to minimize the damage in your life. Because one day, if you come to the realization of these things and realize you have been doing these things, I thought I knew God and I didn't. I had no idea who he was. And I grew up my whole life learning about him. Growing up churchy, that's what we call this podcast. I had no idea who he was. And guess what? I did all the things that everybody else did and played the pretend Christian. And that was one of the things that bothered me. That was one of the things that took me away from the church. So, if anybody is qualified to speak on this, it would be me. Because I have done these and I have been in your shoes. And I'm telling you, once you come to this realization of truth, of who God is, it's a, it's a very 
very, very hard thing to deal with. And it will change the way that you live. It will change the way that you act, that you think about things. It will change everything in your life. So it's minimizing damage here of a previous sinner who was caught in the very same mess. No, thank God I grew up on sound doctrine, but at the same time, it wasn't. I know that sounds kind of stupid, but there, there, was, some, there was some solid biblical base there. But at the same time, it was just false. It was a false Christ that we were being taught. It was, it was false Christians that were around us, that they proved their, their work by their works. It's not anything that I'm judging. It was, I mean, it was just, it was a mess. Not everybody. I, I have, we've also been very vocal that I also have a church that I consider a home church back home in California where I'm from who I love the pastor and his family to death. They are not part of this conversation whatsoever. This was part of, but that wasn't until the latter part of my my life there at home. So that wasn't, that wasn't indicative of the, what, 15, 20 years prior? Yeah. So, you know. I, but I did. I grew up the same way. And I didn't know who God was. And I'm telling you, even now to this day, I go, I find myself just just feeling, you know, just this, yeah, I don't know how to explain it. It's because it's not guilt. It's not guilt, but it's just the... I'm sorry. I wish I would have done better. I wish I would have known better. Yeah. And I think the closer, you know, the sooner you get, you realize that the, the one that the world, the Christ that the world is portraying is not the same biblical Christ. The one that's the world's preaching cannot save you. And I'm talking about the popular one. You want the mega, the big one, the you know, the charismatic ones. Not all of them, but the lovey-dovey one with all good. The lovey-dovey no with all good things, with no judgment. No, it doesn't work. So no, I'm not being arrogant. I'm not being stupid. I mean, all of these are whatever. I'm I'm doing my God-given duty. And, yeah, I mean, like I said, it is, I, I am obligated to do this duty. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because it was like a light bulb once I realized all of these things. And I realized that my sin and who I was and who God was. And that's one thing that's missing from all of this is nobody wants to talk about repentance. Nobody wants to talk about forgiveness. Tell me the good nobody thing. wants to talk about sin. And when they do, they bring up some insane argument that, I mean, 
it's just unfortunate because today, just today we got called stupid. Yep. Somebody asking for a biblical argument to what we were saying. This shows you how biblically illiterate these churches are. Because go, I recommend anybody that's listening to this right now who does who do, puts this in a very, very professional, great manner that with biblical re, uh, references is American Gospel. We've yep. referenced that movie a hundred million times, but if Fantastic. you have not, go watch that movie. And they will they reference scripture, they speak about scripture, and they explain to you exactly where this comes from. And it shows you just the biblical illiteracy that most people have. You're you're telling me biblically where I should show you to expose false teachers? <laughs> That's insanity. Guys. That is, I mean, it is sad. It is literally sad. Because you, I mean, I don't, I I don't even know where to start. Jude. Peter. All of it. Paul. I mean, I I, I don't know. But so let's go. Anyway. Wrapping the whole comment thing up, we will not tolerate any more of those comments. They will be instantly deleted, and, I mean, to the door with you. We're done. And this article kind of goes into that. So this is actually written. This this is an article that I came across today. Uh, This was right after after my – I have – more you know i have this usually this afternoon prayer before i do any work um you know and i had a long good prayer about this and i came upon stumbled upon this article after prayer and funny enough it's written by costy hen which if you know who costy hen is he is the nephew to the very very famous heretic and false teacher benny hen and I think most people know who Benny Hen is. He's that. He's the. Uh, I think he's Indian, isn't he? I believe so. I believe he's Indian. Um, prosperity um, healer teacher. Um, he's been a well-known heretic for as long as I can remember. I mean, as long yeah. as I can remember. It's around. one of those that even if you don't recognize the name, if you were to pull him up on YouTube, you'd be like, "Oh yeah, that guy." Mm-hmm. He's the nephew of him, and Costi actually was involved in Benny Hinn's ministry and was yep. very active to it up until his, uh, just his teenage year, or I think he was even sent up to his college yeah. years uh, that he was involved in this. And he got, he got pulled out of this, this deceptive, he found his way out. He, he tells his story, I think, in American Gospel. Isn't it in American I think, Gospel? I think he tells the story in there, yeah. I believe he tells the story in there. But if you haven't heard of it, go look up the Costi Hens uh, testimony. It is absolutely amazing because this is another person that knows exactly what this is. And he got, and, and thank God, um, God revealed to him the truth, and he accepted it, and now he is... I mean, Costi is an amazing yeah. brother, 
and he's just got a mo- the most fascinating testimony. Uh, and to see just, his work really, now against this stuff is amazing. Yeah, so. it's just so amazing. So this write-up that Costi did about it, this is this is the part where we're going to get a little bit more stinging here because... Well, everybody wants to get mad. When you, we talk against these things, which you feel called to, and biblically you are instructed to, but when you do this, like when we called out this whole Hillsong thing and calling these things doctrines of demons and things of that nature, you know, because they are... Um, Everybody wants to get really, really upset. And how dare you say these things? And this isn't how Christianity should be. And you just don't know. And whatever other reasonings people have said, um, we won't say the real nasty things. But let's go ahead and look at this. What, how do we deal with false teachers? What is the correct biblical response to these things? So that's what we're going to talk about today to see what on earth we do with this. Because you're right. People who do call it out, are the smaller guys that get beaten up for it time and time again because none of the big guys are saying stuff like this. And people are flourishing there. People are running there. I mean, they're loving it. So what do we do? That's why American gospel was very, very important because yep. that was the first kind of like um, well done, well, big well name. put together yeah. uh, thing speaking about this because many people ask, well, then why are you making, well, we'll explain why we're doing this on a platform because we're called to, but then two is because these things have gotten so big oh, and so untouchable, mm-hmm. you can't touch them. You can't nope. say anything about them and you cannot touch them. Nope. Matter of fact, I know um, a, a pastor friend of mine said at his church, he had, um, his pastor received a cease and desist, desist multiple letter. Cease multiple desist cease and desist from elevation. letters. From elevation mm-hmm. for speaking against elevation. I mean that you can't touch these people. Not being hateful, not, not going at them with wrong things, just no. standing in biblical just standing truth. Standing firm, and most people don't understand this because this is part of this biblical illiteracy that they just short circuit. And one guy commented a brilliant comment earlier: when the brain doesn't have enough of the tools to process these things, yep, they appear to be attacks or contradictions or yep. something, and and. It's not enough tools. You do not understand what is being said. Yep. It's, and, and you see it. You see it so clear as day. And, I mean, you can't, you can't take Christ and mold him to be what you want. You also can't drag your feelings into this. Truth does not care about your feelings. Okay. It doesn't care how much your life has been changed by this. It does not care. If you've been led to a true and honest relationship with Christ, then praise God. Absolutely. If by Hillsong or Bethel or Oh, you, God can you, work you, through you can, anything. Yeah, he can he <laughs> could, that's the point. Is look what he did to Costi Hen. Yeah. He worked through He worked through Benny Hens and disaster, and you will not hear a more searing review of these things than Costi Hen talking about these things. So let's. I'm gonna. I'll go ahead and go into it. Um, He starts off. There are any number of opinions when it comes to naming the names of those who teach falsely or shining a light on their false doctrine. The pastors and people protesting for more tolerance in the church today often stick to some of these common sentiments regarding telling it like it is. 
Naming names is controversial. Just speak the truth. And these are, he, he lists some points here. Yeah, the four points. These are the, the four points of these common sentiments um, of telling it like it is. Naming names is controversial. Just speak the truth. And if some teachers fit the profile, then so be it. It's not our place to judge. Let's just love everybody and let God decide. That comment has been we given to us. We got a dollar every I, time. I would not have We wouldn't have to more. live by faith anymore. We would not. <laughs> well, he, well, yeah, he faithfully give us a lot of money because <laughs> a lot of people have that. We get that one the most. It's not our place to judge. Let us love everyone and let God decide. His third point here, working together across any kind of doctrinal lines can still mutually benefit our organization or church. Whew, no. Ooh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. And here, this last one. Well, this last this one, one. we get a lot Don't too. preach what you're against. Preach what you're for. Right. Never any of the negative things, only positive things. Right. Because we don't want to see any of the negative stuff. Right. How many different times I could go th- back through the comments and see how many different. What a negative, mm-hmm. horribly done, yeah. horribly spoken about. Okay. Okay. He continues on uh, for these reasons. All well-intentioned reasons that protect reputations, bank accounts, and to be honest, allow for lazy pastors to preach easy and live easy. If you avoid controversy and please everyone in ministry, life in the church is incredibly easy and superficial. Amen. The truth is, it's hard work to preach accurately and refute error as the Bible commands. Furthermore, it's unpopular. And that's hard to face for pastors trying to fill the seats and grow their church on a more palatable message. Truth can cost pastors their people and cost obedient people their family and friends. And that's why we say, number one, it's not our desire because our desire is to serve the Lord and not people. But it's not our desire to have the biggest YouTube following, the biggest online. I don't fund, care about numbers, any of that. Numbers are irrelevant. I don't care about being popular. I don't care about people listening. But then that's the comment we get. See, that's why you guys will always be nobodies with no one. Yeah, you know? that's a, yeah, and, that, and that's no, it's because to, the truth is on the narrow people, path. That's why to those people, I, I don't care. Yeah, it's okay. I don't care. I have numbers the don't greatest, prove biblical accuracy. I have the greatest, most I, most wonderful group flock that I could ever ask for. We pray every day for God to give us whoever he would and like to And he can add with. whoever he wants to. And I pray Amen. that he does continue to add to it. But I don't need any kind of recognition or any kind of reputation. I don't, I don't care. If everything we did was for one person, it would be more than enough. Okay, and continuing on. As always, there is no sacrifice considered too great when it comes to submitting ourselves to what the Bible says. Here are three Bible ways that Christian, I'm sorry, here are three biblical ways that Christian pastors and their people should be dealing with false teachers. Because again, this is something that should be dealt with. I highly doubt anybody that had listened to the Hillsong video or the Bethel video is listening to to this, but I pray you are. I pray that you are listening to this because this is from somebody again that was caught up in deception of false teaching and is explaining to you the importance of this. And this is the reason why I do this, and this is the this is flat it. I've in I mean let let's just continue on here. Number one, in the way that Christians and pastors and their people should be dealing with false teachers. 
call them out by name in public. Okay, and here he goes on to give his scriptural references and his reason for this. False teachers are trying to go unnoticed, as we read in 2 Peter 2, 1 through 3. Okay, but false prophets also arose among the people, just as there will be false teachers among you, who will secretly bring in destructive heresies, even denying the master who bought them, bringing upon themselves swift destruction and many will follow their sensuality and because of them the way of the truth will be blasphemed and in their greed they will exploit you with false words their condemnation from long ago is not idle and their destruction is not asleep peter says they sneak in among you do you know what that means do you understand what that means most people don't sneak in among you means they put on the same clothes. They sound like believers. Everything sounds great and sounds good. That's exactly what this Bethel Hillsong doctrine does. It sounds good to a lot of people. Most of these false teachings sound good to a lot of people. False teachings don't just come in the most obvious ways of just ridiculous, blatant hate, like Steven Anderson in the pastor out of Arizona, the hate preacher out of Arizona. He's a complete hate preacher. Absolutely. He, he preaches nothing but, but pure hate. Okay, and he's Reformed theology. So there you go, people that think that I don't call out people from Reformed theology. That's ridiculous. I mean, yeah. I am so... The, that's that's the reason why I've... we've A couple people have been booted from YouTube is because, no, I don't hold any type of... When there's a false teacher, there's a false teacher. It doesn't matter what, what their background is. Not at all. It does not matter at all. But what matters here is when we have well-meaning evangelical Christians that are truly wanting... In you know, not even, not even knowing they're being led astray, and then they're being, they're building this defense around them that they don't even know what they're talking about. But when their walls fall down, then they go and they look at it and go, "Well, what's wrong? This must be false." Yeah. But they will sneak in. He continues to write on, sneaking around in the church, looking to infiltrate our ranks. When we avoid our duty in the name of tolerance, mm -hmm. when we avoid our duty in the name of tolerance, we are leading sheep to the slaughter. Let me read that one more time, third time. When we avoid our duty in the name of tolerance, we are leading sheep to slaughter. It's no secret that the Apostle Paul called out to Hymenaeus, Philetus, and Alexander for defecting from the true faith and teaching falsely. 1 Timothy 1, 18 through 20. 2 Timothy 2, 15 through 18. We must be clear about who is not within the parameters of orthodox teaching. We must be clear about this. When they go outside of the realm of orthodox teaching, that's a problem. 
Ephesians 5.11 says, Take no part in unfruitful works of darkness, but instead expose them. Direct Take command. no part in that. What part of no part do you not understand? The no part? Well, I like the music. Well, we got to be nice. Oh, because well, it makes you feel good? Well, maybe that's your opinion. Because well, it makes you feel good? Yeah, I do. Okay. So I need to lead you. You should be led to slaughter because it makes you feel good. Smiling the whole way. It doesn't have to be every Sunday, every sermon all the time. But a pastor should be regularly identifying false teachers and their false doctrines as it is necessary. This doesn't necessarily mean a full sermon on divergent doctrines or blasting Joel Osteen's latest book instead of preaching from the Bible. It could just be a sentence like, Prosperity preacher, so-and-so may tell you giving him money will get you healed. But we serve a sovereign God who heals as he wills. Trust him, then move on with your preaching. What's a good way to decide whether you need to speak up? Some basic rules could be when the sermon text calls for it, if you see verse-by-verse -verse preaching. When a church down the street has signs and wonders conference and you need to protect your flock from wandering. This just happened in my neck of the woods last month. This third reason. When a public incident calls for clarity. Thus. When a public incident calls for clarity. Number four, when you believe it's necessary to educate your church members and leaders on false teachings in the church today. Yep. Men like Justin Peters have entire seminars meant to equip churches with this type of knowledge. I love Justin Peters with all my heart. Justin Peters is amazing. Justin Peters His is welcome is. over to my house anytime that he wants. I hope to God that I can get him to do a podcast. I've been working and thinking on working on a uh just trying to get him to do something because oh my gosh i love him but his um, work is amazing but his, to see his, his work is so amazing because he has faith. a it's passion amazing. for this and yeah. this is basically all justin peter i mean he does preach but most of the time justin peters is refuting false teachers yeah you know because he's just so ignorant and mean Apparently. So, um, Kasi continues on. There could be more to this, but all in all, a biblical church can easily expect to hear the truth taught and error refuted at least once every few weeks, if not more. Did you see that? Once every, every few, few weeks, weeks if, if not, not more. more. So think about whoever you, you your he church, says that's a whoever mere you suggestion. learn from. Yeah, but but think of what whatever church or pastor or teachers that you get your, where do you go? When was the last time you heard them stand up against false teaching? Biblically and scripturally refute the teaching. When was the last time that was even discussed? Maybe you have a church that does that, and praise God, that's amazing. I wish more were doing so. Mm -hmm. But I would say for the most part, um, never is probably a pretty close guess. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, he goes on to say, sheep need protection. The shepherds that Christ has called into his service must keep the wolves on the radar. Mark them. Keep your scope on them. Don't let one member of the flock be taken captive by their ravenous greed and exploitation. Amen. 
Okay, so people that come on and listen to our podcast and get super angry that are involved in this and they say that saying these things, look, I'm trying to warn my flock here as every much as I would be calling you to pay attention to these things. Yeah. But I'm not going out and attacking you and trying to just bash Christians. Like Absolutely we're I continue to get but whatever. I mean, it is what it is. Costi goes on to spit out more biblical references here for what he's saying. He goes and quotes Romans 16, 17, and 18. So reading it, Now I urge you, brethren, keep your eye on those who cause dissensions and hindrances contrary to the teaching which you learned, and turn away from them. For such men are slaves, not of our Lord Christ, but of their own appetites, and by their smooth and flattering speech, they deceive the hearts of the unsuspecting. Who do you think that that means? God knows I don't have smooth speech. <laughs> and I'm not saying that I'm perfect in everything. But who do you think that that is? The masses? Or do you think it's the little guys out there? Trying to that are trying to point out this truth. I'm not pointing to myself when I say that. But seriously, by their smooth and flattering speech, they deceive the hearts of the unsuspecting. He goes on to stay. Point number two, avoid them completely. Show no hospitality. Unless a false teacher is showing up at your church or home to, rep to repent publicly, show them the door. John was so serious about protecting the people of God that he wrote in 2 John 9 through 11, anyone who runs ahead and does not continue in the teaching of Christ does not have God. Whoever continues in the teaching has both the Father and the Son. If anyone comes to you and does not bring this teaching, do not receive him into your house and do not give him a greeting. For the one who gives him a greeting participates in his evil deeds. Go read that one again, 2 John 9-11. through 11. No Christmas dinner, no stage sharing, no missions work, no rescuing orphans together. It doesn't matter how nice they are, how many people fill the stadium for the conference, or how much money is on the line. No true believer or pastor should be partnering with a false teacher who is teaching a false gospel. This is hardly comparable to when John MacArthur and R.C. Sproul share a platform yet disagree on infant baptism. Amen. Notable Amen. Point. Far different. We can have disagreements and we should be civil in our disagreements and we should be respectful and open in our disagreements. We can have them. We don't all see the same way. Sure. We don't need to see the same way. The... Scripture makes it clear that we are all different and we are all vital pot party or parts of the body. However, that's not talking about false teaching and teachers. So again, this isn't the the difference between false teaching and disagreements is there's a huge difference. As John as John Calvin put it, 
It is indeed an impious and sacrilegious attempt to, to divide those who agree in the truth of Christ. But yet is it is a shameful sophistry to defend under the pretext of peace and unity, a union in lies and in pious doctrines. Point three, undermine their ministry to save the lost sheep. Obviously, God is sovereign in salvation, yet he uses obedient human vessels to carry out his life-saving work. There are brothers and sisters who have not come to a saving faith who are caught in the trap of these deceivers. If faithful Christians don't use the wisdom, truth, and mainstream tools that are at their disposal, they're missing out on a great opportunity. Jude 20, 20-23 But you, beloved, building yourselves up in your most holy faith and praying in the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves in the love of God, waiting for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ that leads to eternal life, and have mercy on those who doubt. Save others by snatching them out of the fire. To others show mercy with fear, hating even the garment stained by flesh. It's one of my favorite verses. That snatching them out of the fire. This is not hate speech. This is not picking. This is not whatever accusatory, ridiculous accusatory comment that you have. This is trying to snatch you out of the fire. Don't take it as a personal attack. We hate even the garment stained by the flesh. Pastors and Christians can use websites, social media, blogs, radio, television, books, YouTube, and more to bombard the world with truth. False teachers can be put on blast, proven wrong, and caught in lies. Prayerfully, the elect will be brought to saving faith because they heard or read the truth. God controls the timing of when lost sheep turn to him. But we must be faithful at our times and our part. May our efforts in snatching them out of the burning flames of deceit mirror the passion with Spur which Spurgeon fulfilled his ministry. If sinners be damned, at least let them heap to hell over our dead bodies. And if they perish, let them perish with our arms wrapped around their knees, imploring them to stay. If hell must be filled, let it be filled with the teeth of our exertions. And let not one go unwarned and unprayed for. Amen. He like said that was written by Kosti Hinn, who was part of one of the, uh, of our time, largest prosperity, gospel, word of faith, heretic, Betty Hinn. Yeah, do a little Nephews. internet research and you can come up with yeah, doodles of just jaw-dropping heresy. He makes, Costi makes so many great points in this. Avoid them completely. Show them no hospitality. Undermine their ministry to save lost sheep. Absolutely. These things that we're saying that you're so hateful and that, that you don't, these podcasts that we're coming out that you don't like, these aren't meant to be personal attacks on Christians and no this Absolutely does not. save Christians. Yep. We've seen it in our own ministry, praise God. We have. We have seen this firsthand in our own ministry. Yep. People that have left this deception in mass numbers and have seen the truth of Christ in it, much like Costi and many other people. I I don't I don't want to see anybody perish. I don't want to see anybody caught in, in these lies. Nope. 
but we need to understand that this is not something that we can deal with lightly. So as I said in the very, very beginning, we will not, we want to have an open forum to be able to call these things out, but these things are teachings and warnings. Okay, these aren't up for us to be completely ripped apart personally because just, you know, you want to be a troll about it. We don't want to close the forum. We don't want to have locked comments on every single video. I know most of the larger ministries do, and I personally agree with every single one of them. And if it was up to me, I would just have every single thing that I taught locked because it's a teaching. I don't, I'm not, I'm not here to have you tell me that I'm wrong to tear it down and to tell me why, you know, like, like I don't understand other points of view and I need to be. Just because there's a lot of people that get on the internet and have no like educational background and have no foundation to be standing on to teach doesn't mean that every person on YouTube doesn't have that. So um, it, it is hard. I mean, if you just listen to one thing, obviously Brandon's not going to cite his credentials at the beginning of every single podcast we do, considering we do one every single day. Um, but yes, he, this is what he yeah, does. I'm, I'm this is his profession. I mean, he has an education I mean, and I'm a background. Not, I'm not in any kind of, of like, you know, bragging or any kind of genius or theological, like, legend. No. But it, but at the same you time, you didn't just get a YouTube channel. I didn't channel. just get a YouTube channel and I just decided. Now I know things. Now I'm I know things. 101. No. It's like, no, this is. I have a testimony. I have, to, I have a whole thing. And I understand new people that just listen to one podcast. It's sure. really, really difficult to know all those things. So. That's why I understand things. That's why I always urge people to very sternly urge them to go listen to my other things when they say such things. But Excellent. now I, we will no longer just tolerate that. It, Guys, it takes up too much of my time. It, it honestly does. It, it takes up way too much of my time. It takes up – it's soul-sucking because it's just nah. – Uh, It takes away from the family. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to say. So we're going to continue. You're going to continue to stand against false teaching. Sure. And apostasy and heretics and all of these things. We're going to as God calls you. But I'm not going to fight the mission field here. Exactly. But that's (laughs) the point of it. That's not what I'm doing. You now are not being able to spend the time shepherding the flock that God has given you. And you're fighting nonsense for no good reason on the internet because people just want to be nasty and gross and, and I have no understanding of scripture themselves. You have to, it's one thing our family understands in ministry that there are many days when what the family wants has to go on the back burner because you have something right before you that needs to be dealt with in our church. You have to do that. We all this is a family ministry. We all agree to that. We all understand that and praise God for it. We all want to be involved and see many come to a saving knowledge of Christ. So we understand that. But when everybody has to take a back seat because you're just getting just thrown out with all these ridiculous things online. Yeah, that's com- ridiculous story. accusations <laughs> and different. comments. And I mean, eh, it's just, it's nonsense and we're not going to put up with it. So if you see the your comment all of a sudden deleted, then 
But if you have something you, know, you want to say, but if you email have, us, aphomechurch at gmail.com. If you have something like said, that you want to yeah, talk about, I, questions, I, discussion, if it's something that warrants a follow-up podcast or a public um, posting or something of those lines, we'll be happy to do it. But we're not going to go round around because Yeah, we're not going someone. to. And it, you will be blocked. You will be banned. It's, it's just not something that we're going to tolerate. Um, but if you have a issue, bring it up. Yeah, Our, absolutely. You know where to find me. I am very public. And you know what? Your issue most likely will be turned into a podcast. Yeah. That, I mean, that's just that's just honest. It's the easiest way to it's sit down and discuss it. It's the easiest way to respond to And if to somebody's people. struggling with it, there's a good chance that other people are struggling with it as well. Like, sure. you know, this topic. So this know is- that anything that you message me, my response may come in a podcast form. Probably. And I won't, unless you have any, adver- I won't call you by name. Absolutely I won't say not. anything. No. I'm not trying to blast people out. I won't Never. say anything like that. But know that. So, yeah, I don't mind having people questioning me either, you know, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm open for any kind of rebuke if I'm teaching a false teaching. Biblical. Biblical. Don't send me your your YouTube video. That has your notebook and your pen that you're recording shakily with and making your points on a note. I mean, come on. Biblically, let's have a biblical. Show me where I'm wrong. But calling out false teachers. But calling out false teachers is important. And it will continue to be done on this channel. So we will continue to do it. And. I guess that's uh, that's it for this one. And if there's a teacher that you are not sure about, that maybe you listen to or you kind of have your doubts on and you would like somebody else's opinion, comment it. Let us know. We'll be happy. You know, we've done heretic hour looking at different people, good and bad. Um, So if you have someone that you're interested in um, or something that we've thrown out there and you'd like to know more about, definitely ask and we'll be happy to take a look at it. Brandon, this is literally what he does seven days a week, you guys. So whatever you need, throw it at him and he'll work on it. Yep. All righty. Thanks, guys. Yep.